Hey everyone, welcome back to the Building Efficiency Podcast presented by Nenny and Associates. I'm your host, Jim Schaefer. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, Nenny and Associates is an executive search firm focused on the building efficiency industry. That's why we named the podcast the way that we did. And simply put, we help our clients find the right talent. Each week, we sit down with leaders from the industry to discuss their backgrounds, how they got started, and where they see the industry going. We also get to know our guests and find out what drives them to be successful. So on today's episode, episode 19, we sit down with Scott Mendelson, who is the director at Imperial Lighting and also the president-elect of NAMCO, which is the National Association of Lighting Maintenance Companies, if you're not familiar with the organization. A super interesting episode here with Scott, where we discuss his background in the lighting industry, how we got started in the family business. We also cover Scott's vision for the future, both as a leader of Imperial Lighting and also from the perspective as the incoming NAMCO president. You'll also want to stick around until the end to hear Scott's advice he'd give to his 22-year-old self. Really good stuff there. Now, if you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe to our channel. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or a colleague and leave a five-star review. So with all of that being said, we think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So let's drop in. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Building Efficiency Podcast. Today, we are sitting down with Scott Mendelson, who is the Director of Imperial Lighting and also the President-Elect of NAMCO. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate the invitation to be on the show. Yeah, I'm glad we're able to make this happen. We had a mutual connection and a, a NAMCO connection that, uh, that put us together. I know I was, I was at the conference um, last year, or maybe it was two years ago in, in Minnesota. Was that last year? Uh, yes, it was, uh, I think, October of uh, 2019, we were up in Minneapolis in Minnesota. That's, yep. that's right. That's right. I don't think you and I had a chance to, to shake hands, but uh, I'm glad we are sitting down here. So, uh, so thanks for taking the time. Yeah, like I said, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on the, on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so for our listeners out there, I think any NAMCO members are going to know who you are. But uh, for our audience out there who doesn't know who you are, Scott, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Absolutely, Jim. Yeah. So, um, my family uh, started Imperial Lighting uh, in Chicago in uh, 1972. Um, my father and grandfather, um, Carrie and Leon Mendelson, started the company. Um, and throughout my childhood and uh, high school years, summers, I worked uh, in the warehouse uh, helping out around the office. Um, I kind of became the, uh, as the, as the age of computers came in, they started uh, leaning on me to fix some of those things. And so mm-hmm. I kind of got my feet wet uh, in between the warehouse and also going back into the, uh, to the office to help with some of their kind of bare bones IT um, uh, issues. And then uh, I graduated from Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, um, May of 2002 uh, with a telecommunications degree. And so it, through my, my time in, in college, uh, it kind of became apparent uh, that the company uh, was in somewhat of an expansion mode and they were looking, uh, we, we were looking for help. The company was looking for help, Imperial Lighting was. And my father uh, reached out um, a couple times and said, look, I think uh, we could have a good place for you here. Um, start learning the business. Um, and uh, I think about a week after I graduated college, I uh, jumped into the business, um, became full time. And that was in, like I said, May of 2002. And um, I've been there ever since. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's my background. I kind of, um, I, I joke, I kind of was, was born into the industry, um, given my last name and, uh, I do, I do like it. And I think the industry, um, has grown quite a bit in the last, uh, 15 to 20 years. Um, and, and it's made some, some significant strides, um, uh, in the market. So they didn't even give you any time off 
after you graduated, you just you didn't get to backpack around Europe or anything like that. No, I was not given straight, any time off. Straight, straight to work. Straight, straight there. Um, I always give my sister a hard time because uh, my parents uh, gave her a week in Europe, I think, and I was just uh, told to go right in the business. No, it, it, it was good though. I'm glad I did it. It was. I just kind of, you know, graduated and just headed right into the business. It was great. There you go. There you go. So tell us a little bit about Imperial Lighting, you know, how you guys are positioned today and, and you know, what types of customers you work with. Absolutely. Um, so we, the, the company started, uh, like I said, in 1972, and we, we've started as a, as a lighting maintenance uh, business where, and, and my grandfather uh, would go around uh, selling lighting maintenance contracts, um, you know, two to three, four year lighting maintenance contracts. And, um, Basically, it was in the 70s, it was cleaning and relamping uh, fluorescent and incandescent lamps. And so that's where we started. And we grew into uh, we, we started a maintenance arm and then we started a project arm. And it kind of we kind of have two divisions. And that's kind of how we have it set up today. We have a we have a service division and we have a project division. Um, our service division today focuses on um, retail, commercial real estate and industrial clients um, where we go and uh, have a uh, it's a reactive right so it's a reactive service model where we go and uh, and repair lighting whether that's led whether that's uh, traditional hid parking lot lighting um anything when it comes to service that division takes care of we also uh have i believe at this point uh, 15 bucket trucks um for parking lot lighting for repairs um and then we have a project division um where we also uh will go out and we'll do a full scale um you know home improvement store or a large office building downtown where we'll retrofit the fixtures uh, using, well, today LED technology. But in the past, they were, it was, you know, lamp and ballast, T12 to T8. We did, we, we went through almost a decade and a half of retrofitting T12 to T8 fixtures. Um, so our, 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 our core focus is, is essentially lighting and, uh, and whether that's service or in the project uh, division, but, um, we basically can uh, can handle anything when it comes to lighting. Um, and, and in recent years, uh, we have expanded our our, our line card, um, as I like to say. So we offer different services that we didn't offer 15, 20 years ago. Um, we we have a sign division now where we go and repair um, exterior signage um, using our bucket trucks. Uh, we we also are into some. Um, uh, we are, we do quite a bit of controls, uh, control work. Um, so we have uh, we have projects going on where we'll um, go through a facility and uh, install controls. So things like that were they weren't necessarily a part um, of the business originally when it was started. Um, kind of trying to harness technology and harness um, the uh, the new the new technologies that are out there to uh, to hopefully um, you know continue to grow our company. Yeah, it's a common thread of adapting there, right? Just kind of seeing seeing where the market's at and, and uh, positioning your company in order to to capitalize on on the trends, which I think is a, is like a perfect springboard for you know the next part here. I was curious, Scott, from your perspective, and you can look at this. And first off, I should probably back up for our audience. I use the the acronym NAMCO a couple of different times now, which stands for the National Association of Lighting Maintenance Companies, where uh, Scott is the president elect. So, Scott, I was curious from your perspective, either from Imperial, what you're seeing day to day. Or from your your Namco position, you know, where do you see the industry heading? Yeah, that's a great question, Jim. Um, you know, 
couple of years ago, four or five years ago, I would say, look, we're, you know, LEDs are going are gonna to take over our industry. And that's what our core focus is as a, as a association, as a, as a, you know, an entire, you know, group of companies is that's what we're, we're going to focus on. And while that has been a large part of many of the NAMCA members um, uh, strategy, um, I think that there's a lot of new technologies that have, um, that have come into the marketplace. Um, and, and NAMCA members have been seeing that. Um, whether that's controls, whether that's um, IoT, which believe it or not is playing a large role in a lot of the projects that that uh, that the member member companies, including ours, are doing. Um, and so I I really think that you know we've gone we've come such a far way as an organization from just being known as hey these guys just do lamp and ballast, um, whether that's projects or whether that's service, like the like this group this group of companies can do so much more. Um, and so a lot of the, the, the topics that we're talking about uh, at the conferences, um, on the webinars, um, all these things that Nelmco offers, um, you know, we're, we're, we're talking about these new technologies. I mean, we had a conference um, right before the pandemic started in March, um, Don in Atlanta, um, hosted by Acuity Brands. Um, and, and most of the topics discussed were... Um, how controls and IoT really come into play um, in a lighting system, and so uh, whether that's you, whether that's a, an airport using LED fixtures to, uh, to 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 look at the the volume of people at a gate area, or whether that's um, a retail store saying, "Look, here are where you know seventy percent of your uh, customers are 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 uh, spending their time in the store." Things like that that are going through the lighting system to 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 someone like me, who's, who, who is, who's probably about halfway through my career, that stuff is so exciting because that's really where, uh, that's where the future's going with this. And, and as an organization, uh, Naomco is, I, I truly believe poised to, to capture that, um, for our members and, and offer those services to our, to our existing clients. This whole COVID thing just kind of accelerated it, right? With IoT and, and contact tracing and then the, the vehicle that it's providing for this uh, this pandemic, right? Whatever direction we end up going, I mean, I think the, the IoT space within facilities is going to play a huge role. And that's something that uh, that actually Jim Hockett talked on. Um, uh, he was on our, our last episode. So um, interesting, you know, interesting yeah. piece here. And uh, I don't know, it, it'll be, um, I think I made the same comments, um, even though it, it still can be um, a major piece of the puzzle moving forward with COVID, with contact tracing, I still am anticipating some uh, some opposition, right? You know, just kind of like people following you, there's going to be people that are like, hey, I don't, I don't want you to know where I'm at at all times. So uh, I don't know, it's, it's going to be an interesting time. Definitely, definitely. And, and, and you know, I, I understand that side of, of the equation. You know, I, you know, if you walk into a store, you know, and, and someone says, hey, we're going to be not necessarily watching you specifically, let's say, Jim, but we're going to be watching where your phone travels, right. meaning where you travel throughout the time in the store. So, yeah, I, 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 I see the other side of it. It's, it, it, uh, it should be very interesting. But like you said, COVID definitely accelerated that. Um, um, and, and we're actually starting to see some of that in a commercial real estate setting uh, where people are trying to optimize uh, space usage. And, you know, you take a you take a city like Chicago where we're located and, you know, real commercial real estate is not cheap. You know, the square foot cost in downtown Chicago to have a building is not cheap. And, and you know, I think I think companies are going to look at it and say, OK, how do we maximize this space while, of course, still being safe and while socially, you know, distancing from everybody. But but um What's needed again, like I said, is that lighting can can provide that tool and say, here's a good spot. You know, here's where no one goes every day, or here's where a lot of people are going. Or hey, you guys have a half a floor that's not being utilized. Like, 
let's look at that space. Let's, you know, sublease it out or let's give it back to the building. So it, things like that, you know, like I said, 10, 15 years ago, no one ever thought that lighting would have anything to do with that. And now here we are, uh, you know, utilizing the lighting fixture for, for this type of, uh, for this type of uh, solution. Yeah, I think the uh, the best way to sum it up, you know, it's like the, the lighting fixture itself, you know, lighting is now like the secondary or tertiary reason for why it's there, right? Um, you know, between collecting data and, you know, the other aspects that play into it. So, um, yeah, super, super interesting time. So, so, Scott, I appreciate your perspective on that. And I wanted to transition to the last part of the show here. And these are the same four questions that I asked to, to every guest who comes on the show. Scott, what are your daily non-negotiables? So my daily non-negotiables are hard work, integrity, and honesty. Those are things that, those are, those are my pillars. That's what I focus on. And that's what I make sure that, uh, you know, I try to, uh, to show and, and set an example for, for my employees. Um, that, that, those are, those are non-negotiables. <laughs> good pillars, good pillars to have. Um, so as, as we look at um, rewinding the clock to 22-year-old Scott, you're graduating from Indiana University. What advice would you give to your 22-year-old self? Advice I'd give to myself would, would, would be, at that age, don't, don't be afraid to ask a lot of questions, right? At that age, you have, I, 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 I would tell myself, be a sponge, right? So we have, industry, we have, we have an association like Nelmco. Namco has industry leaders. They have people that have been in the industry for 30, 40 years. Um, I would tell myself, go talk to those people, go learn, go absorb. Like I said, be a sponge, learn from those, from those experts in the industry, uh, how they became, you know, successful in the industry and, and, and really try to grasp, um, you know, their model and, and listen and, and, and develop from that. Um, that, that would be my advice to my younger self. And is that because maybe you, you didn't do that when you were 22 or, or maybe thought you knew everything or, you know, why was that one especially um, important to pass along? Because I, I think people graduate and they either maybe they, they feel like they need to know it or they're, they're hesitant to ask questions because they don't want to perceive, be perceived that they don't know everything. That's a great question. I, 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 would, I would think, um, I, I think I did try to learn from, from other people, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because at that age, when you get out of school, you know, you're kind of fresh in the industry and, um, you know, you're trying to set, you know, to, to work hard and prove yourself. And I think that it's so easy to get distracted by, Hey, look what I can, look what I can prove to my company. And I can, I could do this. And you kind of forget about the other people that have been there for so long. Right. And, and so you can, you, you know, like I said, you, you go to a Namco show and you have, you know, hundreds of years of experience combined with all these people. Um, and instead of maybe trying to prove yourself early, listen and, and absorb and take a couple, uh, take a couple uh, years to figure that out. I, I, I'll, I'll share a story with you, Jim. I was at a Nelmkush. I remember, I think, I think it was the first one I went to in, in, uh, um, in mid, it was probably about June, maybe late May, early June of 2002. We were in Tucson, Arizona. And I was speaking with another, um, an, another Nelmkush uh, member and a, and a company owner um, from uh, from California. And I was, I was speaking with him. He had been in the industry, I don't know, 10 or 15 years, but second generation, um, like, or he was second generation where I'm third, but you know, he was his, his father in the company. And he said to me, I would give you this advice. He said, don't change anything for 10 years. I said, really? He says, yeah, don't change anything major for 10 years. It's going to take you 10 years to learn this industry. And I said, okay, that's very, that's very good advice. I, I, 
I, I heeded the advice. I took it. And um, I don't know. It's something that I'll always remember um, from that show. So that's, that's powerful stuff. And, and Scott, what, uh, what motivates you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Um, my, my family does. Yeah, they're, 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 they're the backbone, right? Uh, my, my wife and I um, have been married for 15 years. We have, uh, we have two daughters and um, we like to set an example to them um, what hard work, looks, hard work looks like. And so um, that's my motivation. My family's my motivation um, to, to, to continue and, and to, like I said, set a good example and to work hard. Now, is that literally and figuratively? Are your kids waking you up and, and uh, getting you out of bed in the morning? No, I'm up before everybody. I'm an early riser. So I, I'm, I'm the annoying guy that gets up early that bugs everybody before they're ready to, ready to, to have their first cup of coffee. That's me. So I'm a, yeah. uh, me, just me too. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a morning person as well. Uh, Scott, what, uh, what do you want your lasting legacy to be? Yeah. So, you know, Jim, I, I want people to look back and say, hey, there's, there's a hardworking, hardworking guy who helped, helped grow his company. Um, who set a good example um, for hard work and dedication and uh, who, who, uh, who found success in the lighting industry. Uh, I, th- I think that's, that's what, you know, I would like people to, to see, to think about me when I'm, you know, no longer around. That would like, to, that would be my legacy. Um, I kind of follow in the footsteps of my father and my grandfather, my father, uh, my grandfather's actually uh, 98 years old and still around. Um, and uh, he, he, uh, he dispenses advice on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, a lot of what I learned uh, through this whole process came from him and my father. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it, he's a great example to have. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's where a lot of this comes from. That's excellent. I think that's a perfect way to, uh, to wrap up the show. So Scott, thanks for being a guest on the Building Efficiency Podcast. Thanks for having me, Jim. Appreciate it. All right. All right, there you have it. Episode 19 with Scott Mendelson. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And if you did enjoy it, please consider subscribing to our channel wherever you enjoy listening to your favorite podcast. We hope you're sharing this with your friends and colleagues as well. And one last thing that I would ask here is if you have ideas for future guests from the industry, please reach out to me. We'd love to hear from you loyal listeners. So until next time, I'm Jim Schaefer, and we'll catch you on the next episode.